Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is already March 12th. I can't believe it. Yesterday was a huge day in our history in the U.S., um, a big life changer. It finally caught up to us to make those changes and to realize that we are really facing a world joint effort to keep everybody's health healthy as much as we can and for the first time ever in my own lifetime I went into stores with completely empty shelves other than a trip I made to Palestine years ago just a complete empty shelves and just wiped out and the the panic of people in the stores like just didn't leave me all day and it took me three hours to go to two stores between lines trying to find you know what you need and not finding it and trying to get a replacement for it and all of the things that go along with crazy met yesterday Um, a lot of big changes and it's funny because my son kept saying there's changes near and he'd always joke around with that and I said hey it's here It's here. It was here yesterday. It all accumulated to us talking about certain things. And it's it's to be seen right now, but there is a feeling of togetherness that we all share, a feeling of let's take care of this. And I think it's become so important for people to see how we can work together again. And hopefully that will this will teach us that. Um, But anyway, I digress. There's Dream Theme Thursday today, and I have a couple of dreams. My first dream is from Maria, and she says, Good morning, Nadia. Please, if there is time. I had a dream from last Thursday with all the details. Oh, I got it. That was the one that she did on the train, and we didn't get to it last Thursday. So let's read all the details. I boarded a train. And there were people around. There was a man who was a bit drunk and in a jokey mood. He put inside the back of my trousers a small object. I took it out straight away. It was a small ball, orange color, then opened itself with two wings and flew away. I didn't want to spend my journey there. I changed wagons. There was an empty seat next to a 30-year-old woman and her 5-year-old daughter. I felt comfortable there. At the same time, I went in and out of the train a few times. It felt as the time went by in between my visits to the train. I knew there were people around even when I didn't see anyone clearly. My seat was highlighted while the rest of the wagon was a blur. End of dream. Thank you always. Well, I'm glad you gave me more details. This was what she wrote last week that I didn't get to. If there is time, I dreamed I was in a train, changed wagon because a man was joking about me and a bit drunk. I didn't want that journey. I changed the wagons. I had a pleasant journey. 
So with all the details, it gets to be a little bit more fun because my antennas start going everywhere. But this dream, it's, again, nothing is as it seems. If somebody put something in your pocket, because it's a dream, okay, so the person isn't creepy or weird. It's just you know you can see clearly in our dreams when something's off. That's something that we don't figure out in our dreams. We just know it. And really think about that. In daytime, we have so much interference that we actually don't see right away. Like we may get that feeling, but we ignore it. We're too busy looking over here or doing this over there. And we just go on with our day. But in our dreams, we know that someone, for the most part, what's off about them, and we respond to it. Because energy does precede words, but we don't think like that in our daily lives. So she acknowledges that the guy's a little off and he's drunk and he's kind of in a jokey mood and he slips something in her pocket. But then it, it like has two wings and it flies away. So it's it's not that it was alive or an animal, it was a ball. But it takes reality and adds to it fantasy, the fantasy of, wow, like what just happened? You know, like that extra special, like there's something special, even though someone was drunk and joking, what they did actually caught my attention and meant something, but I don't know what it means. But then you realize you don't want to stay because the person isn't okay, even though an orange, you know, in reality anything that grew wings and flew away would catch our attention. But then we go back to the safety, right? You change the wagon, you sit next to a mom and a child because we feel comfortable there. And once we feel comfortable, because we feel comfortable in families, in stability, and where you were wasn't stable, and now you are somewhere where you feel stable, And still in that, you kept getting up and going back and forth. And you knew people were around, but you couldn't even see people because you understood that this is your journey, not anybody else's. It really had nothing to do with the man, and it had nothing to do with the mom and the daughter. You were just following your feelings, and you were able to take care of yourself, and you were able to navigate even through weird, even through comfortable. But once you get comfortable, you start exploring again. You just don't want to be around weird anymore. My seat was highlighted while the rest of the wagon was a blur. You knew where you belonged. You knew that you didn't want to go to crazy. So you kind of put yourself back at that fork in the road, and then you repaved it with what you actually wanted to do. You just needed to know where to go back and land. What does that tell you overall? It tells you that when you have stability, mental and physical, that you feel like then you can explore. Some people explore first and ask questions later. You were exploring or you were asking questions first and exploring later. So you need a high level of security, a high level of stability to feel like you can veer out so that you always know where to go back to. 
we are really interesting creatures. And I'm that way. And sometimes I get in my own way because I'm that way, because I feel like I have to put all my ducks in a row, every single one of them, before I can do what I want to do. And sometimes it takes a long time to put all our ducks in a row. It's kind of crazy how our brains work. Like, okay, you have to do this before you can do that, and you have to do that before you can do that. And you start thinking like that. But you know what? If you just know that, if you just know, hey, you know what? I need to make sure this is in place and that's in place before I do anything, then you actually know what to do. Think about that for a minute. Then you know what to do. We are so simple that our dreams are like such windows to our soul. Levels of security are what drive every single one of our lives. If we don't feel like we are enough, we will find it hard to do anything or to start anything because we're always just trying to be enough. If we feel like we are enough and we can't figure out why we can't get started on things, we have to ask ourselves, well, what do I need to get started? What do I need? I know when I was really low on money all the time. I always felt like, gosh, as soon as I have enough to do this, then I can do that. And then as soon as I have enough to do that, then I can do that. And then as I started getting older, I was getting tired of the whole thing. Just tired of it because I felt like I was just constantly chasing a ball down a hill. But I only felt that when my security needs weren't being met, and that was at the end of every month. During the month, I would forget because I was so into the work I was doing. But when my security needs weren't met, it was like everything halted until they were met, and then I could go on again and not have to think about it. And I would remember thinking things like, Oh, I have another month. Thank God. I needed to see my seat was highlighted so that I knew where I can go back to. Once that became a pattern, I started trusting that I may not know how I'm going to make it this month, but that I will make it. Because I had the security of experience. I had the security of knowing that I'm going to make it no matter what. As long as I knew I had that highlighted seat like she did in her dream. So all you need to know is where you can go back and land. Because if you know where you can land, then you know where you can jump to as well. That's why when we talk to people who are adults and they're still talking about their childhood, I know 
as clear as day that their security needs, their emotional security needs have not been met. And because of that, they have a hard time connecting to another soul because their own soul doesn't feel like it's been acknowledged. Nobody has paid attention to my pain. I can't pay attention to my pain. It's too painful. So then they lead with that when they tell people about them. I remember the whole dysfunctional wave where people would, you know, start with their dysfunctional families where we coined the term dysfunctional family, all of that. No matter how old we were, we were still talking about that because we, it turned out as a nation, had a wave of those feelings that were never spoken. And once they were, we got to get over it, grow through it, understand it, not have to hate our parents for whatever they did. But to understand that, you know, we're going to be our parents one day, so maybe if we address this now, we will be better parents. We won't give them what we didn't have. We'll just be objectively better parents. Because having a highlighted seat to go back to, which is my favorite part of the whole dream, having a highlighted seat builds roots that grow wings. The nuts and bolts of all of the work that I'm doing is giving our roots wings. And she had a ball that what looked like a drunken, jokey guy put in her pocket, which was orange color, like the glow of the sunset, and then opened itself with wings and flew away. Her roots have wings. This whole dream goes back to security and how we feel when we feel, it doesn't matter what it means to anyone else, but when we feel, we have a place to come back to. Emotionally or physically or both. That no matter how many times we get up, how many times we go away, how many times we veer out and try something new, we have a home. This dream highlights how security actually works. Mental security, emotional security. Everybody's home their seat is different. It has different contents in it. When, as an example would be, when I was in trouble in my marriage, I knew something was wrong. I never heard of narcissism yet. I never heard of people not being, you know, nice in their home if somebody else was nice to them. I didn't understand why someone would argue if there wasn't a problem and that they would create those problems, like literally create them. And I just never saw that before. So my home, my emotional home, became writing to God. Because I just didn't have anyone to talk to. So I would write.
But because I knew no matter where I lived physically, no matter what I did all day with whoever, no matter where I went to work, no matter when I came home, no matter what I purchased, no matter what we ate for dinner, I had this special place. And I would go back and kind of, in a weird way, report my day to God. Just kind of go through my day and tell God about what happened that day and how it felt. But because it was my home, my real home, it's now become a lot of homes for people. In the book, that's the power of knowing our spot, of knowing where that highlighted seat is in our lives. That's how powerful it is to know that when I'm doing this, I feel restful and free and happy and like I can bounce from there to go anywhere. Choose. I just have to want to do it. It's not about yes and no or should I or failing. It's about taking ourselves, our own souls, on a journey while it's here. While it's here. While we are here can have so many different ways to live our lives. We can be complainers. We can be someone who searches out all the conspiracy theories. We can have a disability or not. We can create one and pretend we do. We can do whatever it is we so choose. We can train our voices to sing. We can learn how to paint. We can learn how to dance. We can seek out other people and enjoy their company. We can live alone if we so choose. But just knowing who you are, who you want to be, allows your brain to work on creating the map. And then your emotions rise as you start to see those visions of, oh, wow, I could make that movie. Oh, wow, I could write that book. Oh, wow, I could paint. Oh, my God, I never thought I would learn how to repair a car. I could decorate my home. And look, it took me all day to clean this, but I I really cleaned this well. That sense of completion, that sense of understanding you can keep learning. That's where we bounce from when we know where to go back to, when we go back to that fork in the road and we start repaving it with, I want to say, evolutionized dreams, meaning, you know, we have our dreams and we always say, well, my dream or my bucket list, or but that's one thing to think it, but to start doing it and saying, well, this is how I'll do that. Because now you have trust in yourself 
that you can. That you can do it the way you would love to do it. Purity is so important. Every single thing I write, every single thing I do, goes back to truth, love, and purity and the piercings that we picked up along the way, the injuries to those three. Because that's where we live, is trying to fill those holes over and over and over again. Some people, it's like they're injured in love. They want to be loved by others because they were injured there. Or some people, the reality wasn't what they thought it was. Maybe they were, you know, in a place where everything changed. The parents got divorced, different kinds of things. There were alcohol, alcoholism or drugs in the family, in the home. And nobody knew that reality. Then people's truth is shattered because they're like, well, the way my parents are in front of the world is different than what they are at home. And this isn't okay. Why are we so nice in front of people? And so they don't believe anything because they don't believe their own lives. And then you have the purity been violated in some way or abused in some way. And we're constantly trying to recapture our innocence. So when those foundations are shaken, the decisions we make may be out of proportion in terms of their strength and their validity in our lives. So we're trying to fill a hole so the people we meet, instead of them being our life partners, they are just somebody we need to help us heal or we think we need to help us heal and then one day we outgrow them and we're like oh my god why don't I feel the same here what just happened and you think you fell out of love with them but really they did their job and they did it well and you did your job and you did it well because you learned start to see that our learning is our evolution but that security that highlighted seat where do you go back to? Where is that place for you? Would be a great question for today. So thank you, Maria, for that dream. I really appreciate these dreams because it makes me think about things I just wasn't even thinking about. Her other sentence, I felt comfortable there. And at the same time, I kept going in and out of the train a few times because she was comfortable. She felt safe. She felt secure, and now she can go and explore because she knew now where to go back to. So thank you for that dream. I have another one. It's in the chat. It's from Liam, and it said, Nadia, I had a funny dream. I'm not going to say everything in the dream, but there was a part of the dream where I kind of came onto a girl who's engaged in real life, and she pulled away and said, oh, you're engaged in this realm also. It's like within my dream, I knew I was in another realm, a dreaming realm. Do we go to another plane existence when we dream? It's it's not like another plane existence. As far as I know, what happens to us when we sleep is that when we are born into earth, we, our soul, is like divided. It's like there's you here and then there's you at home. 
So there's the part of you that stays at home because always wherever we go, we split in two. We, every soul can be in two places at one time. So you are here and you're at home. When we sleep, we join together. We are one with ourselves. When we wake up, we are only half. And the part of us that knows everything stays is at home. So when we join and we are with the part of us that knows everything, the totally unveiled part, which is the power of sleep and the triple power of dreams, you understand that you're in a dream. And at times you know that. There's times in your sleep, in your sleep, you're the one either, you know, someone's trying to kill you or you created this great thing or you did 10 somersaults going down into the water off the diving board or whatever crazy, what seems crazy to us here, we start doing, but we actually know that we're dreaming that we're doing that, like we aren't really doing it. In other times, other times, when we are dreaming, that we are doing something and we feel that thing all the way through. We wake up and really believe it felt even more real than if it actually happened. Then you say, well, gosh, that's, wow, what was that? That just was, oh, my God, that was so real. I can't believe it was a dream. But the things we dream about, when we remember our dreams, I always feel lucky when I do. I don't remember as much. Some people that write, there's um, Susan from Germany. She has these vivid dreams and she remembers them all in detail. But I, I, I don't, you know, every once in a while I do. I've had dreams where I, I just knew I was there. And when I woke up, I felt this very fulfilled feeling. Like, oh, okay, it's not happening in real life, but boy, that was good. So we, we, it's not that we go to another realm. It's that we are together. We are one with ourselves. When people say twin souls, because we do come up with these things, we just maybe not know what they mean. When we meet someone on earth, they are not a twin soul to us because we are our own twin soul. We are here and we are there. So we are a twin soul to ourselves. Half of us will always be at home no matter where we explore. And I did see other places. I don't know if they were like at home or I, I, I there's some I felt like we had to travel to. And I know this is kind of getting out there, but it's so crazy and so cool. But I felt like there was like a, um, I, it's like a purple light that we go through to get to other places. To get here, we go through another person. That's why I always say nobody fell from the sky and landed on earth. We have to go through a process from the minute the sperm and the egg unite. And the cells start dividing and creating the body that then the soul gets introduced to and the family that you go to has been chosen by you, by you, to fulfill what you came here to do. And sometimes that's hard to believe. People don't want to believe that they chose their parents. 
Like, I hate my parents. Why are they my parents? And I'm like, oh, God, sit down if I have the time. And if I don't have the time, I always ask God to show them one way or another. So the the other realm, I would say, is home. Because when we sleep, we open, we are open to home. It's like I said before, like us filling a gas tank. You, you, you fill yourself up with energy to continue doing this. That's why no one on earth can make it without sleep. We will start to go nuts when we don't sleep. And when we really go for days, like we try not to sleep, we could sleep standing up. Our eyes will just close. We have to check in if you want to look at it that way. And it's interesting that you were thinking of being engaged or that because maybe you feel ready for a partner in life. Even if it's just a friendship, you feel ready to engage back and forth on a regular basis where somebody's actually part of your everyday life, not just here and there. Oh, you guys, it's already over. Tomorrow is Questions Friday. I will see you then. It is Friday the 13th. Those have always been really great days for me, so I hope you guys enjoy it and send in your questions. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.